Hello, everyone, and welcome to SciWiz. I'm your host, Krisha Pillai, and today on SciWiz, we are exploring the characteristics of living and non-living things, the cell theory, and homeostasis. What are some characteristics of living and non-living things? To answer this question, let's first look around us. Look outside and try to identify some objects that are living and non-living. So what did you find? Well, I found lots of trees, my dog, a piece of bark, a fire pit, a rock, and one of my neighbors. Now let's take a moment to group these objects into two categories, living and non-living. Some examples would be the trees, my dog, and my neighbor. And then for non-living, it would be a piece of bark, a fire pit, and a rock. So what are the results for your objects? Okay, so from your observations, what do you think are some characteristics of these items? I think that maybe living things have to move, have to have a brain or some sort, and can grow and develop. Okay. So now that you have your characteristics on living things, let's look at individual objects and examine if they're living or non-living. So do you think fire is a living thing? Why or why not? Do you think bacteria is a living thing? Why or why not? Okay, so the four characteristics of living things are that they have to have cells, they have to sense and respond to change, grow and develop, and reproduce. Did these characteristics match the ones that you chose? They definitely didn't match up to mine. Now that we know the characteristics of living things, we can check our answers. Is fire a living thing? Let's use characteristics that we as a living thing. Does bacteria have cells? Yup. It is a unicellular organism, which means it only has one cell. Can bacteria grow and develop? Yes, since fire, ha since fire doesn't have cells, we can automatically rule it out. Are dogs living things? Well, let's see, do dogs have cells? Yes, they do. I know this because every organ in their body has thousands of cells that build up that organ. Okay, do dogs grow and develop? Yes, they do. Dogs have stages of growth just like humans do. Do dogs reproduce? Yep, two dog parents usually have two to three puppies in a litter. Do dogs sense and respond to change? Yep, if they are cold, they will sense that they are cold and they will respond to that change by using their extra fur to warm them up. Now that we've discussed the characteristics of living things, Let's move on to the necessities. Let's take a moment to think of what they might be. Got your answer? Okay. The four necessities of living things are that they must have food, water, air, and a place to live. There are four characteristics and necessities of all living things. Let's review what we learned about living and non-living things. The four characteristics of living things are that all living things must have cells, 
All living things must sense and respond to change. They must grow and develop, and they must reproduce. The four necessities of all living things are: they need food, water, air, and a place to live. Now that we got that down, let's move on to our next topic: the cell theory. The cell theory is a list of rules and characteristics that organize all of the cell properties. Cells make up tissues, and our tissues make up our organs. The human body has multiple organs, like the lungs and the heart. The four components of the cell theory are that cells are the basic unit of life. All cells contain one or more. All living things contain one or more cells, and that cells are formed from the division of other cells. The three parts of the cell theory were discovered by four scientists: Robert Hooke, Anton Leeuwenhoek, Theodor Schwann, and Matthias Schleiden. Robert Hooke was the first person to use the term cells. He explored a cork under a microscope and saw little boxes that reminded him of cells. Let's move on to homeostasis. Homeostasis is the act of internal balance. Internal balance is making sure that we are healthy by balancing everything that's inside our body. An easy way to think of this is like a balance beam. For example, when we are hot, our body temperature will go up. So to keep our body temperature balanced, we need to cool down by sweating. When we sweat, the heat molecules evaporate in our sweat, which cools us down. This is an example of internal balance because when our body temperature was unbalanced, our body balanced it by keeping us cool. Here's a fun fact to wrap up this episode. Did you know that the human body has four blood groups: A, B, AB, and O. And out of all of these, the rarest blood type is AB negative. That's it for today's episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of Sciwiz, and I'll see you next time. Bye.